Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Rock and roll, man. How about that? I like it. Yeah. yeah. And again, you've seen him play you twice. Know I have. Welcome to the great state of Louisiana. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. Why are you gritting your teeth? I got to do the same intro every time. I figured I'd make it a little bit different. Who are you, dear? Well, I'm Tammy Burns. I'm Joe Burns. Hey, today's show is going to be a little cringeworthy because of the topic. Do you remember, I guess, well, I don't know how you couldn't remember, three days ago when we were cooking a dinner because we subscribe to one of those services where they send you all the food and you then cook it up. And you were teaching the children how to cut their finger open? Right. I was teaching them how to cut a potato and I sent the knife through the side of my left thumb. Yes. And it went, I'm looking right at it. I'm showing it to you. Look. I don't want to even get it away from me. Look at it. It went all the way through the side of the thumb and about a quarter inch into the nail. It was brutal. These things you see on TV where we think he might have stabbed her, but we can't find any blood. Well, then he didn't do it. (laughs) There was blood, what, everywhere? Everywhere. It was in different rooms. You know where it wasn't? It was blood on the cat. No, there was no blood on the food. That's the funny thing. I ran over immediately. Um, You know, I, I was worried about you but i was very worried about the potatoes i thought i had taken off the top of my finger i thought i had taken off the top of my thumb oh my gosh i was positive of it because i felt the knife go in because when you cut you don't go straight down you sort of go in a sawing motion no that's just you man i felt it saw right through my thumb And the thing is, I, I remembered this, and at the same time, I remembered speaking about three days earlier to a student of mine who was telling me about Jack White uh, of the White Stripes and how he had broken a finger of his. And that got me to thinking, is there any other group of guitarists who have hurt their fingers? Oh, yeah. Lots of them. That many, huh? Oh, enough that I can't fill them all into a show. I'll just have to tell you about a bunch of them and play some songs. So, this will be a cringeworthy show, but you need your fingers to play the guitar. Can you continue on after you hurt yourself? Let me tell you all about it. Do tell. Do you know a guy named Lowell George who played on the song mm. Dixie Chicken by Chicken, Little Feet. Little Feet, Chicken Feet. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. also a guitarist for Frank Zappa. Well, here's the thing, and this comes from his road manager because Lowell George wasn't a fan of telling anybody about mm. it. He was a fan of RC airplanes, radio-controlled airplanes. Yeah. And he had a rather large airplane sitting on his kitchen table when he was playing with it. And the propeller came on when he didn't want it to come on. And it cut through three of his fingers on his left hand, severing the nerves. 
So many people are like, wow, Lowell George is a wonderful slide guitarist. Okay. He has to be. He hasn't control over his fingers anymore oh because of gosh. the airplane propeller. That's the truth. That's the truth. Comes straight from Lowell George and his road Don't even manager. think about picking up that hobby. No, 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 thank you. When you, you, everybody knows, everybody has cut themselves and then the cut, I'm touching my cut right now. See me touching it? Look yeah. at the cut. Yeah, look, look at the look, cut. You, you lost all feeling there. Yeah, you lose feeling endings. at the yeah. cut. And It he, takes months, maybe years, if they even heal back together, the nerves even heal back together. Right. Sometimes they don't. He went right through three of his fingers. No feeling there, huh? That's what it's going to be on Rock School today. Ouch. Here you go, little feats on Rock School. I've seen the bright lights of Memphis and the Commodore Hotel. And underneath the street lamp, I made a southern bell. But she took me to the river where she cast her spell. Coming out of Little Feet here on Rock School, let me tell you one we're not going to play. Do you know uh, the name Wesley Tuttle? I know you're a bigger country music fan than I am. You ever heard the name? Uh, it, it sounds a little familiar. Give it to me. Played at the Grand Old Opry. When he was a young man, he would work at his father's butcher shop. He was a left-handed guy. And thus he fretted the guitar with his right hand. His left hand, however, got too close to one of the machines that cut the meat and took three fingers off his right hand. Oh my God. Now remember, he is a left handed guitarist, so it's the right hand with oh. him. Pardon me, the left hand with him that strums over top of the sound hole. If you get a chance to look at him, it's Wesley Tuttle, T-U-T-T-L-E. Look him up on Google and look at Google Images. Yeah. It looks like he has a claw for his left hand. Yeah, I see it. Because he's, have you seen him out there? Yeah. There yeah. he is. Yeah, he's got, he's missing three fingers. He was so good, even missing those three fingers, that he got picked up by Columbia Records <laughs> and then played at the Grand Old Opry. Oh. How about that? Okay, Les Paul. Les Paul. What? Les Paul and Mary, his yeah. wife, stopped off in Flagstaff, Arizona, and Les Paul was running a terrible fever. However, there weren't, they were on Route 66. There weren't any doctors around, so they said, you know what? We're only a piece away from Los Angeles. Let's get back home. Keep going. Yep. They have a terrible car accident. Les oh, has no. right. Les has six broken ribs, a fractured pelvis, a broken vertebra, a punctured spleen, a broken nose, a hurt collarbone, and his right arm, the one he used to protect Mary with, was shattered mm. along with a crushed elbow, which is not good for a guitarist. 
So what Les Paul did when he got back to California was see a guy named Dr. McKeever who took a piece of bone from Les's leg and put it in his right elbow and then set the arm, because it doesn't work real well, set the arm at a right angle so that (laughs) it was in the guitar playing position. How about that? So he could never straighten out that arm? Not completely, no. Oh, my goodness. Says, quote, uh, he told Dr. McKeever, quote, put my forefinger in my belly button where you see it. That way I can hold the guitar. I'll still be able to play. And Les Paul played literally till the day he died. That's exactly what you would ask somebody to do. (laughs) Yes, you know. That is sick. I know. Les Paul here on Rock School. Tammy, you know a whole lot more about country music than I do. Do you know Billy Joe Shaver? He was part of an outlaw country movement. Not quite the high end as sort of the man in black or anything like that. You've heard the name? How do you spell his last name? S-H-A-V-E-R. Billy Joe Shaver. My guess is if you saw him, you would know him. Shaver took a job at a lumber mill to make ends meet when he was early in his country music singing career. And on one day, his right hand caught in the machinery. He lost the better part of two fingers and contracted a serious infection. Infection. And uh, even though he obviously recovered because he was able to play music, he taught himself how to play on the right hand without those two fingers. How about that? Billy Joe Shaver. My guess is you've also heard of Jimmy Page. Yes. As in Led Zeppelin. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right, what's wrong with him? Think 1975 U.S. tour. Now, you may want to go to Google Images because I guarantee if you simply look up Jimmy Page... Uh, Hurt Fingers or 1975 Tour, you'll see him with his hands all wrapped up. To begin with, Jimmy Page broke his right ring finger on a fence greeting a fan. He Mm -hmm. reached across the fence. He decided to come back and his ring caught on the fence. Shortly thereafter, his left ring finger was crushed holding a door open for someone at a railway a railway station in the UK. What they did was change the set list of the tour around, Led Zeppelin did, and made it so that the songs could all be played with only the first finger, the second finger, and the pinky because the third finger was inoperational. Songs like Dazed and Confused were dropped. It says here the tour was sloppy and the playing wasn't very good because of his pain. My assumption, though, he was given something for the pain. Just my thought process. He created what he called the three-finger technique. He also tried different tunings on the instrument. But again, if you look up Jimmy Page, 1975, his hands are all wrapped up as he arrives for concert tours. Yeah, ouch, ladies and gentlemen. Led Zeppelin here on Rock School. Walking in the park, just- 
great. Keith Richards. Have you seen a picture of Keith Richards' fingers lately? I see you're going to your uh, like right now? patio device there. Go ahead and look for Keith Richards' hands or Keith Richards' fingers 2016-2017. Okay. Keith Richards has what's known as an advanced case of osteoarthritis. He has a particularly painful type known as nodal. <gasps> Do you see them? Oh, yes. What it does is it grows the joints. So, so what it looks like is he's got sort of a super ball, if you will, stuck in each one of the joints. Keith has said he compensated over the years by moving to open tunings, saying on describing this adaptation, there's a million places you have to put your fingers and a million places you don't have to put your fingers because the notes are there already. Jeez Louise. How about that? It's one of these things, I, I read a few other pieces and I don't remember reading about this in his book, Life, Yeah. but I remember when I was putting the show together, reading about it, and there's a few people that study, and I don't remember what the name of a doctor is that mm-hmm. studies arthritis and such. You may know the name of the physician, but when a, a doctor looked at his hands, the doctor's statement was, it's a miracle he can move his fingers, let alone play the guitar. Hmm. Playing the guitar is probably the only reason he can move his fingers. Right. He's it's getting a, exercise in the joints. Right. It's a concept of exercise. If he would stop for a year, his hands would lock up. I would I would have hot wax and be dipping my hands in <sighs> hot wax. I, I, I can't even imagine how much this hurts. Yeah. If you get a shot at it, folks, just pull up Google and look at Keith Richards' wow. hands. Again, it's nodal osteoarthritis. Jeez Louise. Grab your paper. I there, can't, Tammy. I can't. Who's, who's My fingers hurt. To us? Shut up. <laughs> WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Uh, do I have time? I have so many. Do I want to give you one more? Give me one we more. Go? Give it to me. One more? Yes. Hurry. I may I may play this person a little later on. Leo, uh, uh I've heard it cottle, I've heard it cot key, I've heard it a lot of different ways. He received, because of the way he plays, uh, tendinitis in his left hand. He says, quote, it was as though each finger had to push a refrigerator out of the way before I could get to the string. He developed the concern after years of playing harder than he needed to. He says he still does it, but he uses much lighter strings and doesn't pick as hard. He uses physical therapy to get wow. through it. Do you see it? Leo oh, Cot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Cotkey, but I've heard it pronounced Cottle. Mm-hmm. K-O-T-T-K-E. You yeah. see him? Oh, yeah, I've got him. I've Very got him. Very good. Yeah, and his hand was tendonitis. Okay, we got to take a break. Back in a minute here on Rock School.
Coming out of the break, you may have heard that Eric Clapton is having trouble playing. No, I didn't. You didn't hear that? No, no. I had heard that and somebody told me that it was shingles. <gasps> and the shingles, uh, which is... Nerve dam. Oh, he's got some nerve damage because of the shingles or what? It's not shingles, though. I had heard that it was shingles that manifested itself in his hands. Now, if you remember, my father father had shingles. Yep. I had only heard of shingles being around the trunk mm-hmm. of a human being, the stomach and such. My father's went up his neck and onto his face, which was and his ear. really, and his ear, which was really unattractive. And it damaged uh, the nerve endings uh in his, uh, on one side of his of his uh, face, yeah, yeah his it's face. not yep. good. His Cla- face is numb on one side. It is. Uh-huh. It's gone. But all of the stuff, all the visual is gone. Yeah. To which he says, as long as the visual is gone, I'm fine with it. My father's 86. I mean, he he handles stuff a lot better than I do. Okay, Eric Clapton is having an immense amount of trouble playing right now because of nerve damage. According to the Mayo Clinic, he has, and Tammy, you're going to have to kick in on this one, peripheral neuropathy. Do you know what that is? Tell me. Tell me what is it? I don't know. I'm asking you. It says that it can either be inherited or caused by injury, infection, and or exposure to toxins. According to Clapton, he says it may be because of all his drug use. It says he's still playing. However, it's in the tips of his fingers, so obviously he can't touch the strings without having consistent pain. He's playing and relying on slide for some of the longer parts. And there's a video out there that I found from March of 2016. He seems to be pretty good when he's playing on that one. But people who have seen him lately state that he's relying on his backup musicians for playing a lot of the parts at this point in time. When you go see him in concert, you're seeing Clapton. You're not seeing Clapton play. How about that? Cocaine. Here it is on Rock School. You know, although it has nothing to do with anything, you know, close to what these people have gone through, when I was in high school, it scared the death out of me. I was playing football at the time, and I was also trying to learn the guitar I was taking with this guy in town, and he was teaching me all of the jazz and such. I could not get a snap off the side of my helmet, so what I did was use a flathead screwdriver, and I drove it through the snap and it slipped and on the left side of my you know left Ouch. side of my hand the middle finger i took the whole pad off oh my goodness using this thing How and stupid were you for uh it had to be for a month i was positive oh. i had screwed up my ability to play yeah i'm sure it scared me to death it really I, the fact that i couldn't play football anymore couldn't care less you know football was just fun 
The fact that I couldn't play guitar anymore scared me to death. I'm sure. Yep. Okay, bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. This is 7 Days, 70 Seconds. Here are the dates. March 6th all the way through March 12th. Something that happened on these rock and roll dates. Eric Clapton kicks it off. You got Monday. Go. March 6, 2000, Eric Clapton is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, making him the first person inducted three times. He also got in as members of the Yardbirds and Cream. March 7, 1975, David Bowie releases his ninth album, Young Americans. March 8, 1969, the Small Faces break up when the lead singer, singer Steve Marriott leaves the band. Singer guy. March 9th, 1986, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry go into Magic Ventures studio in New York where they record parts of the Run DMC collaboration, Walk This Way. March 10th, 1937, Benny Goodman plays the Paramount Theater in New York City where fans dance. A newspaper reporter says that a kid, kids were jitterbugging. The first time the... The phrase is used to describe the new dance style. March 11, 2015, Slipknot guitarist Mick Thompson and his brother Andrew are both rushed to the hospital after a knife fight with each other. Are you kidding me? March 12, 1974, John Lennon and Nielsen get drunk and disorderly at a Smothers Brothers concert right at the Troubadour, Los Angeles. Okay, who are we going to play? I don't know. Stop making me say words like jitterbug. (laughs) At the beginning of the show, if you remember, this whole thing was put together because of me cutting my finger. Tell the folks what you were cutting. Oh, with a potato. There you go. Which color? I don't remember. I think it was an Idaho potato. Aww. This is so unimportant to the show. No, it really isn't. Well, the, the cut on my thumb... Wasn't my finger, it was my thumb. And also a student talking to me about Jack White. So let's talk about Jack White. Yes. July 9, 2003, Jack White is in a car with Renee Zellweger, who he was dating for a very short while. Really? Yeah, just... I never knew that happened. Just one of those, you know fun people magazine things they probably testing each other out it didn't work who cares you know all right says here that he was driving down the road and a woman pulled right out in front of him there was literally nothing they could do and they hit Mm. he broke and mangled his finger on the steering wheel requiring three screws to hold it in place took him months and months and months to get back to being able to play the guitar oh. and he says to this date he still has to alter how he plays the instrument in order to get the finger to work i bet he blames renee <laughs> I, I, would. Would. I would i would too i would too go get plastic surgery oh. all right white stripes here on rock school the second break let me tell you a couple i don't know if we'll play a song by them or not but uh, here's a couple you may be interested in malcolm rebeneck jr ring a bell no name doesn't ring a bell no you've seen him in concert twice i have yes you have Mal- i took you malcolm. to see him malcolm rebeneck jr no is it asia no Who? no i took you to see asia didn't i yeah I know. yes 
Okay, here's the story. Uh, he had a career as a guitarist. Uh, however, in the 1960s, Rebenek's friend and bandmate, Ronnie Barron, was being pistol whipped before a performance. So Rebenek reached over and grabbed the attacker's gun. The gun discharged and basically blew off his left ring finger. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that'll screw up your whole guitar playing world. So Rebenek decided to concentrate on the piano and uh, he also changed his name uh, a little bit he's now dr john rock and roll man how about that i like it yeah, yeah. And again, you've seen him play you twice have. welcome to the great state of louisiana how about uh tony iomi tony tony iomi is the uh, one of the founding members obviously of black sabbath and the guitar player the band Black Sabbath was signed to a record gig. I mean, they were ready to go. Okay. I mean, that was wonderful. He was 17 years old. However, he was employed as a machinist at a sheet metal factory. And, you know, might as well stay there. Might as oh. well keep your job until you're going to tour no, and make a whole lot of money. No, and no. one of these multi-ton machines came down and boink. Oh, my God. Yep. Flattened took, his hand? Well, no. Took off the tips of his <gasps> ring and middle finger on his right hand. To which people say, okay, who cares? It's his right hand. Uh, that's his strumming hand. No, no, no. Iomi's left-handed. So oh, that's my, the hand oh, that goes on the other. Oh. His boss, the guy who ran the factory, yeah. took him aside and said, you can't quit. Because he was ready to say the heck with it. Oh, He's ready to no. say, you you fellas better go find another guitarist. He said, you can't do it. And he played him Django Reinhardt albums to motivate him to continue with music. When we come out of the break, we'll, we'll do a Django Reinhardt and I'll tell you the story of it. So what he did was he attempted to learn right-handed guitar. It didn't work. So then he figured a way to put wax and leather on the tips of the two fingers that he left went with uh, a real light string and was able to continue playing as a guitarist Goodness. to this to this day he puts these little now they're they're much more advanced at this point right but to this day he still puts rubber tips <gasps> on oh. his fingers to play because he lost them in an industrial accident oh my god isn't that cool no. Okay, we got to take a break and we'll come back and I'll talk to you about Django Reinhardt, who was played for Tony Iommi to get him to continue with music. Who's listening to us? That would be KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. Super duper. Back in a minute here on Rock School. guitarist or girls not one uh-uh yeah there's a lot of unbelievably good female guitarists yeah. out there but i did not find one story of a female guitarist hurting or cutting off a digit you guys are rough yeah we're jerks there's really no two ways about it 
Django Reinhardt. Yep. His real name is Gene. He died in 1953. And if you play the guitar, Django Reinhardt is a name you either have known or have listened to or sort of look at and go, if I could ever play like that, I would sort of... Crazy good. Right. Quit the band and go off and be a single solo artist and the rest of you can just go off and do your thing. Here's a story. By the age of 13, Django Reinhardt in France was already a jazz phenomenon. People absolutely adored him. When he was 18, he married a woman by the name of Florence Mayer. Everybody called her Belle. And they were poor. So what Florence did was make imitation flowers out of celluloid paper. This matters. Okay. He comes home after a gig one night and knocks over a candle which hits the celluloid paper and much like the celluloid and nitrate film at the time, it goes up like nobody's business. Oh my goodness. He, Django Reinhardt, is caught in the fire and receives burns over half his body and his third and fourth fingers of his left hand are so badly burned that they are inoperable. Oh no. So imagine me playing guitar. You've watched me play. Mm-hmm. The third and fourth finger, all I have is my thumb, yeah. my index finger, and my ring finger. That's right. it. Right, right, right. Now, the thing is, he doesn't just play thick chords. Yeah. Blum, blum, blum. He is a French jazz guitarist. Yeah. Reinhardt develops this whole new technique and becomes this international jazz superstar, making himself quite superhuman. I'm going to play a piece by Django Reinhardt. And remember, when you're listening to this guitarists, this guy's playing with two fingers. When you hear a whole lot of these runs where it goes right up to things like that, what he's doing is taking one finger, double plucking the string, and instead of going across the strings, he's going up a single string, except he's pressing it only at certain points. Really? So the, the, the string only rings at certain points, but he does it so gosh darn fast that it goes... Oh my gosh. And sounds like a run of notes. It's unbelievable I, I've the seen stuff him play. that he did. I had no idea that he was doing... Uh... Two fingers. Wow. That's it. If you get a chance, if you've never heard of Django Reinhardt, once again, R-E-I-N-H-A-R-D-T, spelled Django, D-J-A-N-G-O, look him up on Facebook and watch him play. It is stunning. Here you go. Django Reinhardt on Rock School.
Django Reinhardt on Rock School. I have probably seven more to talk to you about, but I'm going to go with just those that have real well-known names. Okay, yes. And, and one I really think you should go look up because it's unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jerome John Garcia. My guess is you know him as Jerry Garcia. Yeah. On his right hand, which is the hand he strums with, when he was a young, young man, he was tasked, if you will, with holding a piece of wood while his brother Tiff, T-I-F-F, I'm sure it's a shortened version of something, uh, was chopping. Well, a an axe came down on his right middle finger. And, oh my God. Yeah, and took off two thirds of it. Oh no. Yeah. And if you look, you can, again, you can look pretty easily and find pictures. Jerry Garcia on his right hand is missing two thirds of oh his ring gosh. finger. And he has made the joke, it's hard to keep on my wedding ring. <laughs> yeah, it tends to fall off. Oh my goodness, I, I need some painkiller. <laughs> okay, this is one I want you to look up. Okay. This guy's name is Andres or Andre. A-N-D-R-E-S, put an accent on the E. And his middle name, or his last name is Godoy. G-O-D-O-Y. G-O-D-O-Y. Godoy. At age 14, he lost his entire right arm in a machinery accident. He has created a technique he calls tap-tap, where he does nothing but, if you will, just sort of grab the neck faster and faster and faster and until you see it you have no concept of what i'm talking about but again andre andres however you say it godoy is an inspiration to people who want to play the instrument it's one of those where you just kind of quit shame of shame on you too for shame on you people that have two hands right i know it's Good like miss. it's like it's like listening to blues traveler you know, the guy who plays the, the yeah. harmonica, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. one mouth. I got four fingers. He <laughs> plays faster than me. Uh, and this is the last one we'll play. We'll finish on him. Jim Croce had a whole bunch of bands through college and things like that and was all constantly playing. His right index finger was in a bad place as a friend of his was using a sledgehammer. And down came the sledgehammer and shattered Jim Croce's right index finger. Now you think, who cares? That's his strumming finger. Well, Jim Croce did a tremendous amount of finger picking. So when you see any video or anything of Jim Croce picking, right. his right index finger is tucked up underneath. Oh, and he's doing the you. finger picking with his ring, his, mm -hmm. what do you call that? His uh, middle finger and his pinky finger. He just learned how to play it differently. Goodness. Uh, again, I have others, and they are equally as cringe-inducing stories, but I simply have run out of time. So there you go. All I had to do was cut my thumb almost off, and we are doing a rock school radio show. Yeek. Let's see if I can not do that again. Are Please. You, are you cooking tonight? Yeah. Well, of course I am. Good, because I don't want to cook tonight. That'll do it. I'm Joe Burns. You I are? I am Tammy Burns. Jim Croce. Class is dismissed. Lazy days in mid-July. 
country Sunday mornings Dusty haze on summer highways Sweet magnolia calling But now and then I find myself Thinking of the days That we were walking in the Alabama rain Driving movies Friday nights Drinking beer and laughing Somehow things were always right I just don't know what happened But Now and then I find myself Thinking of the days When we were walking in